This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome to Cruise Control. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm in the studio uh, with my two bestest friends. I have Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my. Say hello, Daniel. Hello, I'm in the studio. Hello, hello, Richard. Hello, everybody. And hello... Ali. And of course, Ali Johan. He's here with us here in the studio. Good evening, guys. Good to be back. We had a Wednesday holiday last week, so we didn't have we a did. show. And last time we were here in the studio with you, you were very quiet, remember? Yes. He, he yeah. was a bit sick, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I, think, I think he had a two-take headache and a throat take. Something like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, as usual, a show in three parts uh, this week. We're starting off with the Tesla launch, the smart hashtag one. Uh, and then we're looking at some new electric cars to consider here in Malaysia as part of our discussion in part two. And then coming up in part three, it's a review of the Mercedes-Benz EQB 354-Matic. That's all coming up throughout the show. And if you want to get in touch with our wonderful show, of course, get us on our U-Mobile WhatsApp number 018-789-8899. And we are on Twitter at BFM Radio if you want to hassle us there. Ali, kick us off then. Why? Yes, that's been uh, the big, big news in Malaysian automotive market last week. On Thursday, Tesla officially launched in uh, this country and they've brought together their first uh, official vehicle to be sold here. And that's their bestseller, the Model Y compact SUV. Now, some people were there at the actual launch, weren't they? Mm, with, yeah. a v- with a VIP badge. With a VIP badge, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what all I got from that? A package that told me how much the vehicle was. I didn't even get anything. You didn't even get one of those? No, I didn't get one of those. So, wow. who are we talking about? Ali, right? That fellow yes. over there, mm. the one that last week couldn't talk. So, I mean, VIP at Tesla. Tell us. Yes. Pavilion. Up close, I got to touch it <laughs> and it was at pavilion the center court you know media were, were there in droves or vips but this is a car that we've seen before on yeah, Roads. it's three yeah. years old yeah okay model y was launched just past three years ago and then uh, two years ago uh, private ap holders in malaysia started importing them in uh, we've already seen maybe about 50 60 on the road uh, ap holders still have stock of these cars so Tesla, I think, decided, you know, hey, since this car is so popular in Malaysia and also because it's being built by the thousands at the Gigafactory in China, let's bring it in. Mm. So they brought it in and this time my guesstimate didn't work. <laughs> yeah, you were a little bit out. I was out by a lot, yeah. gentlemen, <laughs> ladies. Uh, you heard it here in. first. <laughs> you, you heard it here last. I was out by about 80,000 ringgit. I thought it would come in around 280,000 ringgit mm. because that's what, you know, when you do the conversion and everything else. Mm. But they... They launched it at 199 ringgit onwards. So what do you do? 199 ringgit. 199,000 ringgit, sorry. Already. (laughs) So from 199,000 ringgit, you get the base model and then you tick all the boxes and you go up to about 280,000. So actually my guesstimate not that far off. Okay, okay. Okay, because I didn't say whether it was low spec or high spec. So there's three variants, but everyone is going for the long range all-wheel drive, which is about 280,000. Now Mm. I heard a rumor that there's about 600 to 700 bookings already online. There's no showroom, there's no shop, there's no dealership, nothing. You just book online and then they deliver the car to you. First deliveries are expected to come, I think, end of this year. And that means, you know, you're probably going to see a car that's already four years old. Now, I'm saying this hoping that Mr. Elon Musk will listen to me and say, Mm. why are you talking about my car this way? (laughs) Well, you're bringing in a four-year-old car to Malaysia. 
And I don't know what's the hype all about because we've already seen it on the road. It's also on the net. You can YouTube it. People in America, everywhere else have been driving it. Uh, Grain Porters have brought in so many units. You've seen it at charging stations in, in, in Klang Valley and all. So I don't know what's the big hype. Now, yes, Tesla is a big name. But again, this is a, it's going to be a four-year-old product by the time you take delivery. Mm. So I think by early next year, which is the lifespan of every vehicle, four years means early next year, a new Model Y will come out. So if the new Model Y comes out, what happens to your current Model Y? Mm. Boom. Nosedive mm. in the used car market. But we'll go to that later on. The nosedive in the used car market? Yes, yes. <laughs> you sure you don't want to do that now? No, we'll do it later. <laughs> yeah, no, because... That price point at one and nine k, everybody I think initially thought it was going to be priced higher, yeah. based on the exchange rates, right? Yeah, yeah. So back to the launch, they they announced three trim levels: um, the rear wheel drive, a long range, and a performance variant. They can go up uh, from zero to hundred kilometers in three point seven seconds. It's crazy. Uh, the I guess the top spec can go up to five hundred and thirty three kilometers. I was also reading as well, though, that uh, the auto driving thing as well. If you want it all frills and all the singing and dancing, there's there's a considerable amount to add on to it. Yes. An extra 32,000 ringgit. Exactly. So you want bigger wheels also, you got to add. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so maybe if you want cushion, you got to add. You hmm. know, maybe you want. <laughs> I was just going to say, it sounds like a certain local airline, right? Yeah. So the marketing is great because you say 199, people get excited. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then people start thinking, oh, I can afford it because why? It's much cheaper than the European brand. And then, you know, the Tesla branding is great. Mm. But when you start thinking about it, it's an old model, it's aged. And earlier this year, they lowered the price in Europe and in Canada. Yeah. But you know hype sells. And of course. It doesn't matter. Three or four years old, you know, people here in Malaysia are going to be like, I want a Tesla. Yes. Irrespective. So it's like someone saying, hey, you know, I want an iPhone 9, but I'm still willing to pay 4,000 ringgit mm. for it. Mm-hmm. So I, I still don't understand. But, you know, I wish them all luck. So back to plummeting prices. Yes. Oh, dear. This is this Plummeting is, prices. This is painful, this. The same day when I checked used car values of used Teslas, when I say used, I'm talking about grey importers to bring in. Most of them are actually quite new. Mm. Uh, some of them have actually no mileage on, on it, and then some of them are, are slightly used. Now, the used prices have gone down to as low as 149,000 ringgit. Oof. Now, these cars are 2022 cars. They're brought in from UK. Some, very few, were brought in from Australia because also tax free, UK also tax free. So they brought in these cars. They used to price the cars at about 280, 290, 300,000. Some were even extra adventurous and said 302, 303, 304. Today, they're trying to sell them for 149. These traders, when they advertise, they put the, the previous price and everything else. So when they go and lower the price, there's a percentage breakdown there. And you can see clearly on all these online classifiers, they say, oh, minus 49%, minus 52%. Now, you should just delete the ad and reinstall the ad with the new price. Right. Because when you do that, what happens? Malaysian readers start saying, oh... These guys used to make 150,000, 140,000 a car, 130,000 a car, and then they start getting really angry. Mm. Right after the grey importers started bringing these Teslas last year, I did an article mentioning how much money they're making per car based on currency conversion and the fact they're not paying tax. So they were already making about 100 to 110,000 ringgit per car. And some of them got angry and said, oh, you know, your, 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 your information is wrong and blah, blah, blah. Today, what's the situation? Some very unhappy owners. Mm. Mm. So imagine if you bought a car last year, or just say three months ago, you bought a Tesla Model Y 
for 280,000 or 300,000. Today, it's being sold for 149,000. So what will your car be worth? Mm. So some owners have actually put it up for sale. I don't know why they're panicking. It's like, you know, when the stock market crashes, everybody just sells, 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 sells. You can still keep the car. You can still drive it. But suddenly, these people have started realizing that I'm not going to get warranty. Mm. I'm not going to get after sales. Because why? Tesla Malaysia officially mentioned that these cars will not be covered. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, well, there you and, go. And there's already a document on their website. So mm. some of them have advertised for as low as 130000 for their used Tesla, one you know, a few months old. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe it's time for me to buy an electric car. Oh, you heard it here first. Yeah, because by next year, January, it'll probably be 90000 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not covered by warranty. Not covered by warranty, but it's okay, 90000 okay. I'm driving a Tesla Model Y. There you go. There you you go. know, or maybe a Model 3. Now then, um, we should move on to something else. Uh, that was an awful lot of talking about Teslas and uh, mm. uh, people losing money. And Oh, dear. Yeah. Smart Hashtag One. Yes, uh, another EV news. Uh, Smart Hashtag One, now in Malaysia, open for bookings, is the first uh, in a series of EVs developed jointly by Mercedes and Geely. You can book them in Malaysia now through Hub Singh Smart. There'll be three variants of this smart hashtag one. We um, previewed it a couple of months ago about yes. it coming to Malaysia and being in our markets and now it's finally open for booking. Yes, and this is an amazing little piece of news because Smart is not a new brand. It's been around for a long time. Smart was started by Mercedes-Benz as mm. their low-cost model. So for Europe, it was for not rich people, you know, simple, hard-working people who need a car to travel, you know. But it still had the Mercedes-Benz DNA. Right. So... The common, you know, European man or woman can say, okay, I'll, I'll own a smart, whether it's a smart for two, which is a two-seater, or a smart for four, which is a four at five-seater. Yep. Now, these cars were not very successful because they look great, but they're just a little bit not practical. Because, for example, like the smart for two, Richard might have difficulty getting in because of his height. I, I could actually get in one. I've been in one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Not, not comfortable, yes. I, I'll say, but I can get in there. You can, you can manage, yes, manage. Yes, yeah. And with the Smart 4-4, he can't get into the rear because of his height. Mm. So, you know, for a lot of Europeans, it became, uh, you know, maybe it's a better better fit in, in Asia. But anyway, Smart didn't do too well. They were sort of declining. And then they had newer models coming out at, at motor shows, but it didn't show any interest. Bang, Geely bought into Smart. And when they bought into Smart, they told Mercedes-Benz, listen, you can keep designing the cars because we think it's quite it's quite cute, it's quite nice mm. because it caters to our part of the world very mm. well. Mm. But we will give you the drivetrain and not an ICE drivetrain. We'll give you a battery drivetrain. And you know, they were already developing other electric cars. So it made a lot of sense. So for Mercedes-Benz, I get to unload a, a, a model, a brand that is not doing so well, but I get to make it into an electric car immediately with Geely's help. Boom. Smart hashtag one is the first car. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of size, it's about the size of an old Alza. Okay, yeah. Okay, about that size. But of course, it's got a bit more room. It sits a bit higher. It's like a crossover sort of thing. Again, very smooth design, very smooth shape. You've seen the pictures. It's good looking. What I found interesting is the interface. The, the screen is huge. It's bigger than this screen on your on your laptop here. It's pointing at my laptop. Yeah. So it's bigger than this screen. What? How many inches is this? Uh, a bit personal. Uh, <laughs> 14. Okay. It's about the size of this. And it's very, very interactive. Very, very interactive. A lot of information. The only thing is, like I always say, the screen sits a little bit too high up. But 
It's a good-looking car. It's a good-looking cabin. And it comes with Beats audio speakers. Oh, does it? Ooh, yes. That's now, interesting. You see, I'm... I'm I'm looking at your interest, Beats Audio. Uh. You're not in the age group for Beats Audio. No, I'm not. No, no. You know, no. Dr. Dre and all this. But I, I know they're, they're, they're very good at marketing. Exactly. So yeah. I've had Beats Audio headphones before. Uh. And, okay, it looks great, but it sounded just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they're not the best sounding of things. Exactly. It's but very good marketing. Marketing, though. very yes. good marketing. So, yeah. again, they got Beats Audio loudspeakers. A lot of people say, ooh, ah, yes, nice. Two variants of the normal version, and then there's a Brabus version. Now, for those of you... A Brabus version. Ah. Uh-huh. Do you know Brabus? I do. Okay. Now, Brabus is a tuning company from Bottrop, Germany. Mm. They've been tuning Mercedes-Benz for years. But because they've done such a good job, Mercedes-Benz has taken them under their wing and said, Hey, you know, we are siblings, lah. you know, we are friends, lah, you know, and uh-huh. they do a good job. So, there's a Brabus version. We actually got to test drive the Brabus version along the test track. How was that? And it's a hoot. I tell you, it's a hoot. Hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine three sound effects for the exhaust? Oh, wow. And it sounds like a real Brabus V8. I loved it. I thought it was a great vehicle. The only thing now is price. Okay? So, everyone is wondering, how much is this smart hashtag one going to cost? Because you got the Mercedes-Benz branding, you got Geely uh, technology and battery system, and you got Beats loudspeaker system. (laughs) (laughs) So... You heard it here first. Oh, here we go. Guestimate. Just remember what we said at the beginning of the yes. show, folks. I remember that. Guestimate. I'm thinking about 190-odd thousand ringgit to 240,000 ringgit for the Brabus version. Maybe about 248. Write hmm. that down somewhere. Yeah. Write yeah. it down. Remember it. I'm willing to bet money on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on because we've got a lot of EV to go to. But this one yes. is just quickly. During the pandemic years, Hyundai launched... The Ionic 5 in yes. Malaysia, and it was a game changer in terms of shape and in terms of price even. And now they've officially launched Ionic 6, the follow-up to the rather boxy uh, EV by Hyundai. But this one is um, the latest version coming to Malaysia in two variants, the Ionic 6. It's not boxy, guys. It's far from boxy. In fact, it looks like the whole Sonata. Yeah, it does. It does. It can go up to 519 kilometers. So that's good range for the high spec, the all-wheel drive. Ionic 6 price at almost 300,000. What's the price? Well, 289,000 is the, the starter model. But the starter model, you get a lot of car for it already. Mm. You know, it's, it's well equipped and everything else. Technology-wise, it's way ahead of Tesla. Way ahead. In terms of cabin tech, recycled materials, battery technology. I mean, the Koreans have really made this game very interesting because even some of the European brands are looking at them and saying, hmm, mm. you guys have really, sh- you know, yeah. shaken the tree. Yeah. Then you got the all-wheel drive version, which is 300. 120,000. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I might as well get the Ionic 5, which prices start from 200,000 to 260,000. There's a long waiting list, my friends. Long waiting list because mm-hmm. that car globally has got a huge following. Mm. Size-wise, the Ionic 5 is bigger, cabin-wise. With the price difference, some people might say, you know, I'm going to wait for my Ionic 5. I'll pay a little bit more, I'll get the 6. And what I heard is they've got enough stock to take care of customers for this year. But with that price point, it's closer to the Continental brands. Very close to Continental brands. But like I said, last year, I think I think Richard also was talking to me about it, how the electric car has changed the, 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 the division between European brands, Korean brands, Japanese brands, whoever else. Because why? Now it's just electric car. Yeah. You know, there's no longer a thing like, oh, it's not, it's not a stigma to own a Korean car anymore. Mm. You know, previously when you say, I'm driving a Korean car, oh, Korean car. Yeah. Even though Korean cars sell more than Japanese cars in certain segments, and they've got good reliability, 
they, they, they last much longer than some other cars. Yeah. And they actually look quite good. Yeah. 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 You know, and they win a lot of global awards. Yeah. You know, so like this Ionic 6 has won three global awards already even before it was launched here. And I know it's going to win another few in the next few months. It is a looker. It is, definitely. Yeah. Okay, we need to wrap up uh, this section. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes, though. Uh, you are, of course, tuned into Cruise Control, the car show here on BFM. We're going to have a discussion when we come back. It's all about new EVs that you might want to consider here in Malaysia in the near future. You tune into Cruise Control here on BFM 89.9. FM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Cruise Control. It's me, Rich Bradbury, with Ali Johan and Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my. If you're only just joining us, we've had the Tesla launch, the Smart Hashtag One, the Hyundai Ionic 6, and now, of course, it's a discussion about the EVs that you might want to consider. Daniel, what have we got? Okay, so after this flurry of activity with electric cars the last one week, I started getting people you know, messaging me, some people uh, on FB asking me, what do I think mm. of the Model Y against the Ionic 6? And some even put in the smart inside. And I told them, I said, you know, why are you not considering something from Mercedes or something from BMW or even the new Audi you know, Q8 mm, e-tron. Mm. And some of them came back and said, no, my budget is about this much, which is about 250000 or so. And I'm looking at electric car. And I don't want to go, I don't wanna go to the lower price electric cars because, you know, they're a little bit consumerish. You know, these people want a little bit premium, a little bit more stylish. Very important. They all, all, all still talk about driving range. Even though I think 500 kilometers driving range is good enough. Yeah. There might not be enough charging stations in the east coast of Malaysia, Trungano, Klantan, Pahang. But if you talk about the west coast, I think there's no problem. Of course, peak season, you're going to be queuing up with others. If you're going to be driving during peak season, better to take an ice car right now. Don't take an electric car unless you've got no choice. But some of them said, oh, you know, if, if you had a choice, which would you take? Would you take this or that, that or this? So I thought I'll lump all three together. Because why? They all three came in the same week. They all three got some kind of excitement. Different kind of excitement for Tesla. We, we spoke about it earlier. Different kind of excitement for Hyundai Ioniq because people who look at Hyundai or Kia or, or Mercedes-Benz or BMW for electric cars, they will not look at Tesla. Mm. And the reason is simply this. There are some people who know that Tesla doesn't build the best-looking cars in terms of design. Their design is subjective. Some people like it, some people don't like it. Personally, I think it's very bland. Mm. But some people say, wow, you know, it's the best thing since sliced bread in terms of design. But I'm not going to argue with you. It's very personal. Then some people say, oh, you know, the Tesla build quality is not that great. We've heard stories coming out of US, Canada, Australia on paint quality, panel fit and finish, interior Leaking quality. In the boot. And yes. Yeah. Uh, there's never a problem with battery. There's never a problem with charging. There's never a problem with software as long as you do the over-the-air updates. So the technology is great, but they are not car manufacturers. So in, in another essence, you look at the Europeans, they are car manufacturers. They have had years and years of making the panel gaps perfect, paint finish, interior, using recyclable materials, getting you know everything to work perfectly. But maybe their tech and software yeah, yeah, yeah. needs a bit of work. Okay, So they're working on that. So compromise. And then you've got someone like Smart coming in, brand new, combining the best of both worlds. I've got tech from China, from Geely, 
I've got design and, and quality coming in from Germany from Mercedes-Benz. Wow, what a combination. Mm. And I think that's one of the best combinations to look for right now when you're talking about electric cars. If you want to be an early adopter, think about it. You get the build quality and design sorted out. You get the engineering and technology and battery sorted out. Best combination. So, out of these three cars, you got one car that's going to cost you about 280 fully loaded, which is a Tesla Model Y. Then you got the Ionic 6 that starts from 280,000. Mm. Then you got the smart hashtag one, which starts at about 190, based on my guesstimate. But I'll say, let's put in the Brabus, because if you're going to go, you're going to go for Brabus. Come on. <laughs> it's like when you go and buy a new smartphone, you'll always buy the one with 27 cameras, yes. things you never need. Like, if you're you know? going in, go all in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and get the Beats audio loudspeaker <laughs> system. So I put all these three in the mix and I said to myself, if it was me in my wow. shoes, what would I get? Tesla Model Y, old model, new model coming out. It's going to be four years old. Why am I buying it? Hyundai Ioniq 6, brand new model, three global awards, 288,000. Great technology. I mean, you look at the interior, boom. That interior is just shockingly wonderful. The tech, the features. You know, you can get into the car and you can pick what ambient sound you want inside the car. Oof. Ocean. Uh-huh. Rustling wind. White noise. Uh-huh. Ah. I like that, though. So, I, I love that. Why? You're driving. No, but I, I'd have white noise on to, if I needed it. If the cabin noise, perhaps, was a bit irritating, right. as you're driving up the... the, the instead of even... Uh, I prefer the... Uh, I see, I see. That's what wouldn't I that put it. you to sleep? But it could also put me to sleep. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, but they still have it, and it's great. Great feature, which I, I, I you know, I would have never thought of, mm. you know. And then the way the seat reclines, you can recline the seat like a like a business class cabin seat. Again, why would you want to do that if you're driving the car? So it's when you're charging. Uh-huh. Forget about autonomous driving. It's a catnap. Yes. So while you're charging the car for forty five minutes, instead of having your seventh coffee yeah. and keeping you awake all night long, you can actually have a nap. They may as well give you uh, headphones and an eye mask as well while they're at it. Well, they I think those are do. options you could probably get. Yeah. But they won't be from Beats Audio <laughs> Loudspeaker System. <laughs> so Hyundai have got some great tech in the car, and it looks good. It looks it stand out. It's really stand out. And then you get the smart hashtag one Brabus, mm. which will be, I think, about two hundred forty to 250000 So, again, about the same price. But that's the highest spec. And the driving distance of all three, the Hyundai is top in terms of driving distance. Next comes the Model Y, and then you get the smart hashtag one. So, some people are going to say, oh, the hashtag one doesn't give me enough driving distance. Well... I don't think that's a big issue because why? You should be using the car for Klang Valley or for your, wherever, say now you're in Penang, just for Penang. If you're moving out, get an ice car. Keep your old ice car or keep a second ice car. I don't think there are many electric car owners at Ruha, just one car owner right now in Malaysia. Yeah. I think all of them actually have two cars or maybe three cars. But if you just happen to have one electric car, then you have to really plan la, your journey. Right. But getting the smart hashtag one, I think, is the right choice at the moment. Mm. Why? It's a brand new model like the Hyundai Ioniq. It's got latest tech. It's got the design and build quality of a German company. And the price is right. Yeah. Yeah, you know. What about the size of these three? Which is the biggest? The biggest would be the the, the yeah. Tesla. Uh, oh, really? The Tesla and the and the, basically the Ionic Six and the Tesla are about the same the size. The Tesla is actually it's actually an SUV, isn't it? They call it an SUV because it's very tall. Yeah. So 
If you get into the car, Richard, you still have a lot of leg room. Mm. You, I mean, you can leg room or sorry, leg room and headroom. You can actually wear a chef's hat in it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this other thing about the Tesla at the launch. They, ah. they said when in park mode, you can turn on a fireplace. What from the center console? Ah, you can you can have a fireplace. You know you can have all the all the so videos. So you just sit there staring at a fireplace yes. inside your yes. car. So like the Ionic Six, where you have the the, the, uh-huh. the nice wind noise uh-huh. and the motion uh-huh. noise, they give you a fireplace. Yeah. yeah. I also heard you could play video games on that screen. You can. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. Netflix and YouTube on the uh, infotainment console. What so. world world are we living in right now? You see, all this is getting ready for autonomous drive. So you're going to go for the smart hashtag one then? I will go for the smart hashtag one because I think the price is right. Mm. The driving distance is not going to be an issue because I don't want to take electric car outside Klang Valley. I live in Klang Valley, so I'm saying Klang Valley. Mm. If you live in JB, I think the same reason. If you live in Kuantan, same reason, you know, wherever you are. The INA 6, yes, you can cruise outstation because it's 500 over kilometers, nearly 600. The Model Y, I think it's dated. I, I still can't understand why people are rushing over. Mm. If it's a brand new Model 1, you know, the 2024 model, by all means, it'll come with newer tech, newer battery, newer driving range, maybe a bigger fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right, on that note, let's wrap up for this segment. Of course, when we come back, it will be a car review. What have we got? Oh, it's the Mercedes-Benz EQB 350 formatting. Stay tuned here to Cruise Control on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, it's Cruise Control. I'm Ali Johan, just taking over from Richard Bradbury. He had to pop out for another interview on BFM. We always talk to many, many businesses, but this is Cruise Control, the car show, and I'm here with Daniel Fernandez. We started off with news of new EVs that launched in the market last week. Also, which of these new brands that you can consider if you are in the market, the smart hashtag one, Hyundai Ionic 6, or the Tesla Model Y that's now available in Malaysia officially. But now we have a review of the Mercedes-Benz EQB 350 formatic. And Daniel, I remember walking into ZKL when this was launched mm. um, early this year, I think. And the new EQ series all have very round edges, mm. except for this EQB. Yes, because the EQB is basically uh, 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 an extension of the GLB. So if you look at the Mercedes GLB, which was Mercedes-Benz's first compact seven-seater SUV, quite interesting design, very tall, third-row seat only for kids. For you, Ken, because you're nice and you know nimble and you know slim and you know in the back row and also muscular, <laughs> middle row any size can get in. It's it's a well-designed package, okay? It makes a lot of sense for families who want to move up without actually buying a huge SUV. Makes a lot of sense. So GLB, when it was launched, came out in 200, 250, and also the AMG 35. All did very well. You don't see many AMGs on the road because it's expensive. Mm. But the 200, 250, plenty. So now comes the EQB, which is the pure battery version of it. So they've taken the same body, mm. which I think is smart because why? It's a great body shape. It's a great package. And they just put in a battery system inside. And it's also formatting. Now, I like this car first because if you see the pictures on DSF, it's rose gold. Beautiful color. Now, I didn't want to call it rose gold. I called it nickel, metallic nickel. Yeah, copper maybe. Yeah. Well, other than the color, actually the shape look like a family car. Exactly. So this car looks great in the pictures in, in that color. But they've got other colors also. they got the whole range of colors, just like the GLB. So this car, as a full electric, it comes with a 
High voltage battery, 66.5 kilowatt. The rated output is 292 horsepower, which is quite a bit of power. Torque, like all electric cars, 520. Now, the 0 to 100 acceleration time of this vehicle is 6.2 seconds. Now, that sounds like almost, you know, hot hatch territory. Yes. And when you're talking about something this big and tall, it's actually quite fun, you know. <laughs> Because hmm. nobody on the road will think that this big vehicle is going to be zipping in and out, you know? And it has 19-inch wheels. Nice. Nice big wheels. So, top speed is capped at 160 kilometers. Now, some people ask me, why only 160? Now, the whole idea of having an electric car is not for you to be speeding. Number two, it's a family vehicle. You're not supposed to be speeding. Hmm. Number three, most important, Malaysian law, 110 kilometers. You're not supposed to be going over that. So, 160 is good enough. Keep your battery also sane. So, driving range is given a between 380 to 420. Now, that is a very realistic range because when I got the car, it was fully charged. It showed me 402. After driving for a little while, I got 388. So I could see it moving very slowly, nicely. Now, by the time I returned the car, it was 30% the battery. I'd already consumed about 250 kilometers. So it's not too bad. I drove it all around Klang Valley. My, I even gave it to my wife to drive. She liked it because when it's a tall vehicle, you get to see out front easily. And then because it's an electric vehicle and it's sitting with a GLB platform, a lot of people don't know you're driving electric vehicle. And in a funny way, as you drive the car, because the interior functionality is just like a GLB, you know, in terms of the power window switches, the, the, the stock control for the gear shifter, the center console, the double screen, uh, the steering wheel, everything else. So, you suddenly think that, am I really driving an electric vehicle? You know? Yeah. Except it, when it when, when it starts prompting you to, you know, charge it, you know? In the whole scheme of things, I think Mercedes-Benz has got the right attitude in taking current models, ICE models, and converting them to full electric vehicles. Of course, they have full electric vehicles like the EQ, EQS and EQC and all that. But I think doing this makes a lot of sense. Now, with their E-Class range, they've got, you know, the E-Class is a, is a standard ICE car. And they also have hybrid versions. They also have the EQE, which is a fully electric version. Now, a lot of people think that the EQE is, is you know, part of the E-Class range. It's not. It's a, it's a standalone car. But I think it's an extension to the E-Class range because it's about the same size, yeah. same functionality. Yes, it's got an electric drivetrain. So there's nothing wrong in that. You know, you, you have a range where someone walks into the showroom thinking he wants to buy an ICE car. Then he sees the electric version and says, hmm, I still like the shape. But they're giving me an electric version. Yeah. You know, rather than you go in there and, you, you know, you see all these weird-looking electric cars because some electric cars really look weird. Yes. There are, I guess, opinions about ICE platforms that have become electric cars. Correct. What's your take on that? Well, I think if someone like Mercedes-Benz and even like BMW and Audi, when they were working on this five, six years ago, because already at that time, the talk for electric cars were there. When they were already working on the platforms, I think at the back of the mind, the engineers had already adapted Okay, maybe not. I could be wrong here mm. because I've not sat and talked to them. But if they can build an electric car like the GLB moving up to the EQB, I think they've done a perfect job because it drives perfectly, it handles perfectly. In fact, it handles better than a stock GLB. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you. Does it feel different? Yeah. So some people might say, oh, because it's got 19 inch wheels and all that. Yeah. But also because the battery pack sits right in the middle, it weighs down the car. Mm. You know, it's of course heavier. But it, it feels nice. It feels like you're driving an AMG version of the GLB. 
The only thing is the price. Ooh. So it's three hundred and thirty thousand, three hundred twenty-eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight. So a lot of people be, oh yo, you know, uh, Daniel just spoke earlier about two hundred fifty thousand dollar electric cars. Now this one is three hundred thirty. But it's a Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. And then people say, oh, but you know, you earlier said, um, you know, smart hashtag one is only about two hundred and fifty, and then this is three hundred thirty. But this is a pure Mercedes Benz. End of the day. It's what you want, you know. If you want to turn up at at your at your at your function or office or what in a in a logo that says Smart or Hyundai or Tesla, fine with you. You might want to turn up with a logo that says Mercedes Benz. You might want to be in a Mercedes Benz. That is the brand quality, the logo quality, you know. And you know when you drive a Mercedes Benz, you got Mercedes Benz after sales. Right. So it's three two eight 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 eight. Yes. Within that price range, what are the competitors then? Plenty, plenty. You got Audi. Audi is now in that in that range already mm. with the Audi Q8 e-tron. Okay, that's also like a crossover SUV, yep. but that's not a seven-seater. Mm. Okay, you've got the Kia EV6 GT, the high-spec version, which is slightly less. Okay, big car also, a lot of features, looks very futuristic, but waiting list. Then you got the BMW iX3 which is the X3, which is about this size, as a fully electric vehicle. And there's more coming in the next coming months. So, you know. Yeah. The size and the seven-seater, this might be the only one. In terms of it being a seven-seater, it's the only one. All the rest are five-seaters. Interesting. So, this, if you're looking for a seven-seater compact electric car, if the price range is right, this is it. Looks aside, then, would there be anything that you didn't quite like about the EQB? Okay. For me, uh, the third-row seater... I mean, yes, I, I, I could get in. There's a video of me getting in and getting out. It's still tough. I know it's made for teenagers and, mm. and uh, you know, slim built people like you. Kids. But I'm also thinking, why can't car manufacturers come up with thinner seats for the third row? When I say thinner, what I mean is the cushion might not be so thick, which means you don't rob too much of your luggage space. Mm. And then when, the, when you drop and fold it, I would like it to be folded flat, yeah. completely flat. This one folds flat, but not completely because the front seat you have to the, the middle row seat you've got to push forward a bit. So if they can fold it flat completely with the headrest down and then still have, you know, that, that middle row with enough leg room, mm. it all means about getting things a bit a little bit thinner. Okay. But maybe they say, you know, if it's too thin, there's less comfort. But then I'm thinking to myself again, you know, when we go to the mama shop, we sit in the plastic chair, it's very thin eh? Actually, for hours, eh? yeah. nobody complains. Eh? <laughs> So cabin configuration then, I think, yes. for for an EQB is not to your preference. Yes. But I can see a lot of families who look at this vehicle and say, I want a family vehicle, I want a seven-seater, I want a Mercedes-Benz, mm. and I want the, the, that cabin height. You know, that whole... Because why? If you're, if you're seven people inside, you don't have to be tall people like, like Richard, like us, so we are short. You sit inside there. But when you have a lot of space above you, yeah. you don't feel so claustrophobic. Mm. And that makes up for a lot of of, of uh, comfort when you're driving long distance. Right. And then if you don't use a third row, you have plenty of space. Plenty of space. You can pile up how many suitcases right up to the top. Ooh. So how long did you drive this EQB? I had it for four days and I drove everywhere with it except outside Klang Valley. Verdict then? I'll give it 8 over 10. Ooh. I'll give it 8 over 10 because as an electric vehicle, it works very well. It's a Mercedes-Benz. Build quality is beautiful. And you know that nickel metallic color is just... 
very very intimidating to look so yeah I mean if you're not into waiting many months for an EV the EQB could be one that you can get almost immediately yes and you know the tax free discount ends uh, end of next year so you know you want to take you want to take some advantage of that there we have it the Mercedes-Benz EQB 350 formatic review by Daniel 7 seater nice nickel or rose gold colour that's going for a little under 330,000 ringgit and that neatly rounds up our episode of Cruise Control this week if you've missed any part of the show you can check back the podcast you can get it uh, on the BFM app free on the Apple App Store and Google Play until next week same time this has been Cruise Control I'm Ali Johan earlier with Richard Bradbury and Daniel Fernandez tonight Cruise Control BFM 89.9